Nurse Gives Your News for the week of July 6, 2020, and I'm your host, Rebecca Hartman-Baker. Today's guest is David Topete. David is a project manager for the lab's Projects and Infrastructure Modernization Division, overseeing construction projects that occur at Berkeley Lab. He's on a quest to bake the perfect loaf of bread. David, thanks for joining me. Welcome to the show. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, so today's topic is the power upgrade at NERSC, which is happening this weekend. So first of all, what is your role during this upgrade project? So thank you. Uh, yes, I'm a project manager with the lab PIM group, and essentially I am helping to oversee construction projects. And on this particular project, this is for the Nurse 9 facility upgrade. So I'm just working with uh, the contractors and construction managers to help oversee the overall construction schedule and budget. And at this point, we're roughly two-thirds of the way done with the project. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so what is it that's happening this weekend? So yeah, this weekend is going to be a outage of Building 59 and NERSC. So computing will be down, but in essence, there is a medium voltage switchgear that needs to be updated with uh, new components, new breakers, and essentially to add redundancy for the building. So should one side goes down, the other side will switch over. So there should be essentially uninterrupted power to the building once it's all said and done. So I know you mentioned the medium voltage switchgear, which um, has been featured on other podcasts. It, last time that we, I guess, talked about it, it had it had to be inspected. So um, are you going to inspect it while it's down, or what's going to happen there? Yeah, when the components are being installed, they all need to be functionally tested and inspected. So the switchgear itself will be inspected and the preventative maintenance cycle should essentially restart once it's uh, commissioned and online later this year uh, and essentially after this coming outage. Okay, that's good to know. That makes me happy. Okay, so, so what is this, what is kind of the schedule like? So they're gonna start off with this really big thing, the switchgear, and then kind of work their way down? Correct. So in essence, uh, the switchgear, uh, if you want to look at it in kind of in terms of, I guess, physical boundaries in terms of like, as related to like a state or, or a country. So in essence, we have a huge amount of power that comes from PG&E, and we'll call that, you know, call it the border of the nation. And from there, it gets dispersed out from PG&E to the Grizzly Peak substation. And it comes in at a very, very high level, um, over 12,000 kilovolts of power. So that we'll call that the state border. And then from there, from Grizzly Peak substation, it disperses out. And when it gets to, for example, switch uh, A7, which is near, which is adjacent to Building 59, you know, we can kind of say that's equivalent to, say, like a county county line within the state so once once the switchgear is all inspected and complete and then from there that power gets dispersed 
through through a handful of transformers, which will bring that power down from 12,000 kilovolts down to 480 volts, and that powers the various equipment again further down the line. So you go from a, a national level to a state level to a county level to a city level, eventually gets down to neighborhood and even a street. That's how you kind of want to equate it. So a large component for sure, but essentially um, we want to make sure that there's redundancy within the switch gear to maintain operation once it is fully operable. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so I understand that some of this work has been complicated due to kind of new precautions that have to be taken due to the current COVID-19 situation. So what, what kind of what kind of precautions are, are being taken to protect the safety of these workers? Well, as you mentioned, uh, yes, there have been many precautions and guidelines that have been implemented by the lab. Above all, safety of the lab employees, safety of contractors, and their vendors that come in is paramount. So many of the guidelines that have been implemented by the CDC as well as the Alameda County Health Department, the orders requiring facial coverings at all times, particularly if you are in the presence of other individuals, the face coverings, maintaining social distancing, obviously performing uh, health checks, checking the temperature, um, other symptoms related to COVID-19. We wanna make sure that everyone is safe as they enter the site and we want to make sure that no one is going to put any others at risk. But it's, it has been um, a little bit of a challenge almost every day. There might be a little slightly different scenario that some of the workers are encountering. So when that, that has happened, there's a pause, and the safety officer for the contractor, as well as safety officials with the H&S, with the lab, they're consulted on the spot, and we want to try to work a very reasonable resolution to make sure that, above all, again, everybody is safe. So it has complicated things somewhat, but we're working through it, and we're trying to do the best we can to get the project back on schedule. Okay, that's good. Are there any additional outages planned upcoming? That's a great question, and at this time, I believe we have another outage plan. We need to make sure we coordinate with NERSC and its users, but we're planning tentatively for the weekend prior to Labor Day. So this will be the last weekend of August, and it likely will be for the weekend, and the computer will be shut down, and the building will be shut down. But that's going to be a relatively simple, so to speak, outage. It's not going to be as involved as what's happening this weekend. Oh, okay. Okay. No switch gear maintenance work? No. The switch gear is going to be after this weekend and all that work is done. The switch gear is going to be essentially locked away and, and ready to go. And again, this will be, there'll be work continuing downstream, but the switch gear itself should be done after all this. Okay, great. I just like <laughs> to talk about the switch gear because it makes me feel smart. Okay, um, so speaking of switch gears, I was about to say switching gears. <laughs> so switching gears, David, how did you get into this career of construction project management? 
So construction project management for me personally kind of, it fell into my lap, so to speak. Professionally, uh, my background is as a structural engineer. So going way back to elementary school, I kind of figured somehow I kind of came to the thought that I would be an architect. I got to high school and I was looking through the uh, career guides and I kind of figured that structural engineering was more my calling. And I was fortunate enough to attend a local university and finish my bachelor's program in four years, you know, which is rare nowadays and it was rare then. So yeah, I had been practicing structural engineering for over 20 years and I got to a point where my wife kind of nudged me in my ribs and said, hey, you're this close to finishing your graduate degree in structural engineering, so once you get that done, and then kind of see where your career kind of goes. And shortly after that, I, I kind of hit a wall in engineering. And through a mutual friend, they said, hey, I just interviewed for this position in the area for construction project manager. You know, it's not a good fit for me, but you might be, you know, you might be pretty good fit for it. So combine uh, the opportunity with definitely a little bit more of a personal financial uh, gain from it. It was, it was kind of a, it was attractive and, and that was a few years ago. And I've, I was at that location for about two and a half years and then through a mutual connection at the lab, Mr. Ben Maxwell, uh, he was able to recruit me to become a, to be a project manager at LBNL. So I've been with the lab now for just under a year, and this B-59 N9 facility upgrade project is so far my only project, but it's, it's a very it's a very rewarding project because there are definitely challenges every day, but um, it's something that I, I appreciate it because, again, for me, engineering itself, it, it kind of lost a little bit of its luster, and I know with project management, every day seems to be slightly different than the next prior day for that for that matter well that's cool i'm so so glad that you're able to join us here at berkeley lab and to help out with the nurse nine upgrade you're very welcome it's it's a it's a good project as far as how the project i kind of came along you know uh more than halfway through and trying to pick up something one of the analogies that i had i told my wife when i started on the project i said well you know it's a marathon and and everybody's past mile 20 i'm just getting out from the starting line right now so i got to run really fast to catch up um so i mean yeah there are some challenges in that regard but uh, everybody that i'm working with has been very good to work with very helpful and it's a good team so i'm, I'm really happy to be here well wonderful yeah well thank you so much for joining me today and talking about this you're very welcome i'm happy to uh to share your information, and if an opportunity comes up for me to talk again, I'd be happy to uh, join as well. Wonderful. Thank you. All right.